brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey guys, it's Jake Ellenboken from Downtown Rams. Thank you so much for tuning in to this re-release of the George Kittle interview. I had George Kittle on coming out of Iowa, a draft prospect I liked a ton, and I still like him. Tight end, was really hoping the Rams would grab him. Well, they didn't end up grabbing him, but George Kittle ended up turning into quite the talent. Not really shocked there. He's one of the best young tight ends in the league. The Rams will face him after this week um, against the San Francisco 49ers. Again, one of the best young tight ends in the league. So really cool to be able to interview him before he even was drafted. So here is that interview. But before we get into that, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and like the podcast. Uh, you know, Leave a review. Um, it, it definitely helps a lot. If you're looking for where you can find us, we're on pretty much every platform now, so um, go and uh, subscribe and enjoy. Hello, everyone. I'm here with one of my favorite draft prospects of this entire class, George Kittle. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Doing great. Uh, Really happy to have you on here. Um, So, obviously, I have a ton of questions for you. Um, really appreciate you taking the time to answer them for me. Um, how has the pre-draft process gone for you? Oh, it's excellent. Um, it's been January and February down in Frisco, Texas at an access facility training with a bunch of other guys um, from different schools across the country. And uh, <clears throat> I really enjoyed that. I uh, had a great time, learned a lot of stuff. And then uh, the combine was, was really fun for me, too, um, just being able to talk with other guys from across the country about, you know, their call experiences, um, you know, how their programs worked. <clears throat> and then, um, you know, I, I just really enjoyed, like, the whole combine test, and it was really fun to be able to get out there and, you know, show what I could do. And then since then, I've just been in Iowa um, training, and I uh, went to the draft. That's awesome. Yeah, honestly, um, I didn't know who you were until I saw the combine, and I was blown away. Um, your workouts, uh, I mean, you killed it. 
Um, and I think that's really what put you on the radar for me as well as many other Rams fans that I've talked to. Um, so obviously, since we're a Rams site, I'm going to ask you, uh, have you met with the Rams at all? or Have you had any contact with them? Uh, not, not really since the combine, but I've been here with them after a while. Well, that's good to know. Definitely wanted to know if they've met with you. Um, so I'm sure, you know, many, including myself, have seen, you know, that film clip of you absolutely murdering the North Dakota State guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what makes you such a fierce blocker? Because, <laughs> I, I mean, it's quite evident on tape you just love to destroy people. You know, um, when you get to Iowa, they basically tell you if you, uh, if you, if you can't run block, you're not going to play tight end at Iowa. And uh, – so that's something that I had to learn how to, you know, do. And I was undersized my entire career. Um, I mean, I didn't get up to 250 until my senior year. So I had to find a way to, um, you know, put myself ahead of other guys, uh, you know, in my position groups so I could play. So I just took a lot of pride, and I put a lot of effort and time into my run blocking ability. And <clears throat> it's just something that I, you know, I really enjoy doing it. And um, my favorite quote of all time is, um, there's nothing better than moving a man from point A to point B against his will. And that's something that I learned at a young age, and it's something I've kept with me my entire career. Oh, yeah, man. It's it's quite evident, as I said. Um, I mean, Iowa's always had that reputation, with me anyway. Um, I just feel like everyone that comes out of there just has, like, a nasty edge to them. A good edge, though. You want that in the NFL. Um, you know, i.e. Brandon Scherf and uh, the guy that played ahead of you, um, who's now in the NFL, C.J. Fedorowicz, as well. Um, yeah. So, outside of, you know, blocking, because that's obviously a strength of yours, um, what do you feel is, like, your ba- your biggest strength outside of uh, being a blocker? Um, let's see. You know what? I feel like I have the speed to be able to stretch the field, so, you know, run vertical routes, seam balls, stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> another thing I also uh, – I love the game of football, and, uh, you know, that's something that's always been, uh, you know – Tied close to me, so I'm an emotional guy on the field, and I feel like I can bring up everybody's attitude and uh, you know their level of play with just my emotion. So that's one thing that I've uh, also taken pride in. Yeah, and I mean that that shows on the field. Um, I actually, you know, I obviously did some research on you before I wrote that piece, um, pretty much breaking down your film. But uh, you know, unless this is mistaken, um, you actually have a bloodline, you know. From Iowa, um, namely uh, your father Bruce, is that correct? Yeah, my dad played from I was seventy-seven to eighty, and then he played in the eighty-two Rose Bowl. Yes, the eighty-two Rose Bowl. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like because I mean he was an offensive lineman, and I felt like right, like uh, yeah. he was an offensive yeah. lineman. Yeah, I just want to make sure because you know I did some research, just want to make sure it's correct since I have you. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he he was an offensive lineman, and I I kind of wonder if you know that really translated to your game as a tight end because I feel like you have that ability to block just as mean as an offensive lineman would. Yeah, I mean, my dad was actually like he was my coach in every single sport until I was like 17 in high school, and so when he was coaching my youth football teams, he convinced every kid that um, being an offensive lineman was the best position on the field, and that. However, all of them would try to be one. They couldn't, not all of them were good enough to be an offensive lineman. So we had like 14 year old kids that wanted to be offensive linemen, which was pretty incredible. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so, 
since he was my coach, we basically lost the lineman drills every single day. And you know, then this in the college, he's just a guy that um, you know, he took a lot of pride in, you know, being off lineman, especially at Iowa. So just something to be able to talk about with him. You know, he gives me tips. Um, I watch my film with my dad because he did, he coached Oklahoma for four years, and so you know what he's talking about. So it's just it's helpful to have another, uh, you know, two more eyes to give me some more tips. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I can't stress enough. Offensive lineman's huge. And uh, the Rams really didn't have that this year. So, I mean, we'll take anybody at this point. Um, so we talked about your strengths. What would you say you need to improve on the most uh, coming into the NFL? Um, some of my position coach was on me for my entire career at Iowa was uh, just getting in that at the um, top of my cuts a little bit faster in my routes. Um, so that's one thing I've been working out on a lot uh, just this, the past couple months. And, so um, something I, uh, you know, just got to keep practicing it and you eventually just get good at it. And so it's something um, I've been working on. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I was not expecting you to run a 4-5-2. Um, that, that blew me away as well as Mike Mayock and everyone on NFL Network. Um, but I felt like that got overshadowed by, uh, you know, like John Ross broke the 40-yard dash and, I felt like, you know, guys like you and, and Chris Godwin from Penn State, you know, you both had the, the smoothest days at the Combine I've seen. And I felt like you got overshadowed because of one yard time. Not throwing shade at him, but you know what I mean? Like, I just felt like you guys put on a show, and uh, all anyone was talking about the next day was uh, John Ross. Um, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, that, was, that was incredible what he did. But, I mean... The good news is, like, the, I mean, NFL coaches, they're all there, scouts. I mean, they saw, and, um, you know, granted, like, if the hype's not in the media, it's fine because the coaches, you know, they're there, they see everything they need to see, and that's what really matters. Absolutely. And that's a great way to answer that. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, when breaking down your film, I had a hard time sticking you to one player, you know, in particular, um, to compare your game. Um, I thought of a combination of three different players. Uh, Dallas Clark, um, formerly of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Chris Cooley, formerly of uh, the Redskins. And uh, Charles Clay, who's on Buffalo. And, you know, I just felt like you had a mix of all three of those guys. Uh, Who would you compare your game to the most? Well, you know, I... Now, I don't really like to compare myself, but I grew up a Hawkeye fan, so Dallas Clark was like my favorite favorite player growing up. So um, he's just a guy that I've watched my entire life, and um, I had the opportunity while at Iowa to be able to go back and watch his game films, see what he did well, um, and try to mirror my game off of him. <clears throat> so you know, if I figured if I could be half the player that Dallas Clark was, I could have a pretty decent career. Hey, absolutely. Um, when I watch you, I, I feel like you are – a lot like Dallas Clark. I feel like you can be that player. You're, you're a glue guy. I mean, that, you know, any franchise would love to be able to have you on the roster, but that, that speed is so deceptive. So I, I don't think teams are going to like that when, you you know, you run a 4 5 two, and they're like, oh, just throw this, you know, throw it to you in the flat, and then you're just gone, you know, because you have the home run, you know, hitter ability. You know, I, I don't think teams are going to really see that coming. And, um, you know, that brings me to my point um, with the Rams. We have tight ends Tyler Higby uh, from Western Kentucky, who drafted last year, and uh, Tamara Hemingway from South Carolina State uh, last year as well. Um, we ended up cutting Lance Kendricks 
uh, former second round pick. He he never really you know took off, and uh, so they they let him go. Um, more of a cap casualty. Uh, do you feel you could fit in to you know the Rams um, tight end corps? Uh, I feel like we have a spot open next to Higby. I think many Rams fans want Evan Ingram or you to be quite honest. Um, so do you feel like you'd fit in well with Sean McVay's offense? Oh, yeah. I mean, basically being in Iowa with a pro-style offense, and, you know, we have pro-style coaches. And so I, was, um, I feel like, you know, the course of my five years at Iowa might give me a step ahead of some of the guys <clears throat> that are coming out just because of what we do and it's an offense. Um, so, you know, I honestly I feel like I could fit in anywhere because um, I feel like I'm a versatile player. You know, I play with my hand in the dirt. Um two-point stands, flexed out, wherever you need me. So, you know, I see an opportunity, and then um, I'll, it'll just go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, I'd love to have you, you know, in L.A. Um, you know, I, I think you're you're a guy that, like, you have a high floor because you played in that pro-style offense, um, but you also have a really high ceiling because we, you know, with all due respect, we didn't get to really see you a ton you know, as much as you deserved on offense. Um, they didn't really utilize you the way you could have been utilized, in my opinion. Um, I feel like you could be um, the biggest tight end sleeper in the entire class. I actually have you in my top five. Um, a lot of people don't even know who you are. And I think, you know, the reason is because, you know, you have the casual fan that just looks at who's putting the ball in the end zone. And, I mean, you did a lot of that, uh, what people don't realize. I mean, you, you finished with 10 touchdowns, you know. But I think, you know, the NFL is really going to give you an opportunity to really just, you know, show off what you can do. And, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe you just, you know, you stick as a blocker, situational guy. But I think, you know, the talent is definitely there. The upside is definitely there. Um, You know, I have you as like a day two grade. Um, But, I mean, you know, how does that feel, you know, to be, you know, you wake up one day, and I don't know necessarily if you check mock drafts and whatnot, but, you know, it must feel kind of weird, you know, seeing your name up there. It must be kind of a surreal feeling. How does that feel, you know, seeing yourself up there with, like, the top, you know, players in your position? I mean, honestly, it's a dream come true. I mean, being able to play in the NFL has been a dream since I was a kid. So just, you know, get to this point in my career where it's, you know, less than a week away now. Um it is, it is, it's kind of surreal, and it's just, um, it makes you really appreciate, you know, everything I've done um, in my career at Iowa, and just, you know, everyone that's helped me get to where I am today, so it really is, it, it is very surreal, just to, you know, it's coming up on Thursday, and, you know, Thursday, Friday, and, you know, it's, it's just incredible. Yeah, no, it really is, and, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the draft myself, so it's, it's been incredible, you know, it's incredible experience, um, to be able to interview, you know, you, I've, I've interviewed um, others as well, um, as you've probably seen. But, I mean, you know, I'm really big on, on guys like you because I like sleepers. I, I target sleepers. Um, you know, I'm really big on the fact the Rams don't have a first-round pick this year uh, because it's the Jared Goff trade. So they need to hit on every pick. And I feel like, you know, picking somebody like you, and I've heard this mentioned before, you're a locker room changer. You know, you, you're a culture changer. Like, you're, you're this guy that's going to come in and work harder than everyone else. And, you know, I think that's that's the big thing. I think people need, you know, to take a look. I mean, you have the measurables, too. Um, but I think people get caught up oftentimes in, you know, those crazy 
you know, athletic freaks, and they don't necessarily look at the guys that are doing all, you know, the dirty work, like you are, you know, in the trenches and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, that's that's just my take as well. Um, so moving on, uh, tell us about your journey real quick, because, um, you know, I know obviously you're at Iowa, and you, you were behind, you know, a really good tight end in um, C.J. Fedorowicz. Uh, so, you know, how was that whole thing, even going back to, like, say, high school? Like, just take us through that, because I'm really interested to hear from you. <clears throat> Let's see, high school was that's pretty crazy. I went to three different high schools my sophomore year. I oh, wow. A bunch. Yeah, I was in Iowa, then ended up in Northern Oklahoma. So that's where I finished out. Um, I graduated high school at, like, I think I was 6'2", 180. Um, hmm. Yeah, and so when I got to campus, my was the 2012. Um, I was six two. I got up to about 200 pounds my first day at Iowa, and then you know I was just like I said, you know I had to be really into my run game, and you know you can't play tight end in the Big Ten at 200 pounds, so <clears throat> my body was a big thing that I had to uh, focus on. And luckily, you know I grew two inches, which helped out a lot with that. Um, and just, you know, year by year, I decided to keep working and keep working, you know. And um, once the opportunity came, I had to take my shot. Cause, you know, I had great tight ends uh, ahead of me. I had great tight ends coming up behind me. So it's never just like, you know, if, if you mess around too long, you're just going to miss your shot. So, um, let's see, I, I played my was my redshirt freshman sophomore year, about 225, and I realized that that still wasn't heavy enough. Did some extra work out to 240 for the 2015 season, and then, this past season, I played at 252. Um, and it was really fun. Um, just the whole thing at Iowa. I loved every second of it. Um, the program, absolutely everything about it. The guys are incredible. Coaches are fantastic. So, um, no, my whole career is it's attributed to those guys in the faith and um, the trust they put in me. And um, it's just fun being able to get to this point in my career and look back and, you know, say that I had a successful career. And, um, you know, I made a lot of great friends along the way. Yeah, no, that that is great. Um, sounds like an awesome journey. I didn't realize, you know, I mean, three high schools. That's that's insane, honestly. Um, you know, it makes yeah. it makes the makes the adjustment and everything. You know, just yeah, I'm pretty, in general. I'm pretty good at adapting situations now. I'm used to that. So well, nice. see, there's so there's good. something that you can tell you know general managers alike. Like, hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> I've kind of moved yeah, from three high schools. <laughs> I can do anything. <laughs> It's it was crazy for me, but you know it, it was fun being able to. It's a little bit of a culture shock from uh, Iowa City, Iowa, to Norman, Oklahoma. But oh yeah, fun. I bet. Now it's you're the uh, you're the first um, person I've interviewed that actually competed in the combine. Um, so I have to ask you, what's the craziest question that you were asked at the combine? Um, I'd say that the one that stands out the most was, are you a cat or a dog? I thought that was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I, I thought yeah. that was a dog, but um, that, I thought that was pretty interesting. There were a couple, but um, nothing that stood out like quite like that. Yeah, I know. There's been some weird ones in the past, so I thought that was that was interesting. I felt like I really needed to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a question that I ask um everyone that I interview and it's uh it's kinda wordy but um you know it kinda just gets the the point across. Alright, so if I'm a GM and you have to sell your game to me, um, like a salesman of like what you do on the field, um, you know, how would you uh conduct yourself? 
you know, in, in that regard? Um, you know, this is something um, you know, I've told us to coaches and GMs. It's just that uh, I'm a very versatile player. Um, you know, I have my hand in the dirt. I can block anybody. Um, and I can also get into two points, dance, run routes for you, catch touchdowns. Um, I feel like I'm the best blocking tight end in this year's draft. And uh, if you watch my film, uh, I think it backs that up and it proves that I am. Um, and I also got to play in a pro-style offense that has prepared me for the NFL and has put me a step ahead of uh, most guys that are coming out this year. And, um, you know, I was a four-time academic, all Big Ten, so um, I know how to keep my stuff in order, and uh, I'm a smart player. Hey, man, that's great. And and I'm happy you mentioned, you know, you do keep your stuff in order. You know, there's there's no I – don't, I don't have to worry about – I'm not, you know, pointing fingers at anybody in this draft, but there are a couple guys that have some issues off the field. And you're not one of them. And, uh, you know, I can't stress it enough. I've had conversations with people that I would choose so-and-so over another person just because of the fact that, you know, in the NFL, with the just the bust potential um, that you see, you know, year to year, you don't want to make it – you don't want to, you know, improve those odds of bust by, you know, grabbing somebody with red flags. Like, see, somebody like you that, you know, that works hard, that, you know, has that, you know, like, nose-to-the-grindstone demeanor, that's somebody on my football team. Not somebody who, you know, is, is out partying all the time and, and clearly, you know, isn't putting in the work. And, I mean, you could see it when it's, you know, evident on the field. And, uh, you know, I'm happy you brought that up because I can't stress that enough. That's, it's one of my, uh, my big things, you know, in the draft. I grade, you know – people fairly but you know once you know for their on the field stuff but off the field you can't just ignore you know what i mean well yes no, that's something that um i mean I, you have to focus on that because it's pretty easy to get caught up in situations that you know that can affect your whole career so that's something that i looked at my entire life so when i got to this point i wouldn't have any red flags and you know that's great because i mean We've seen it a week before the draft. Someone will do something and kill their stock. Um, so lastly, because, you know, I know you're a busy man. I really appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to interview you. Um, for those who don't know you, who is George Kittle? I'm just a guy from Iowa that loves to play football, man. Short and sweet. I like it. <laughs> All right, man, thank you for your time. Uh, you know, I wish you the best of luck come draft time. Hopefully you're a Ram, but regardless, I'm a fan for life, and uh, let's stay in touch, man. Oh, yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me on. You're very welcome. Take care, George. Yep, see ya. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.